Audio tech. Uh, audio tech. Audio, audio tech fought. Thousand. Welcome to Two Sweet Lambruscos. Oh, fuck. Billy Longloins, Polly Firm. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. How you doing today? Have I ever told you about Pete Madukas? Yeah. Pete Madukas is one of the finest fellows I know. What a champ. He's a champ. This yeah. guy, uh, he calls me last night at like, I don't know, maybe 8.30ish, uh, which is 11.30 back then. Not unusual for my friends to be up making random phone calls in a weekday at that time. The Duke. Yeah, the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> he, every time he calls me, I'm like, hello, he goes, Hey, Rosie, uh, it's Pete Madukas. I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like, what's going on, man? I, every time he calls me, I think it's going to be something like, you know, like something's going on, like, oh, I'm getting married or so-and-so died. Um, and he's just like, what's going on? I'm like, ah, not much, man. I got class in a couple hours. He's like, cool, man. So, you know what I did today? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm like, what? Just checking yeah. in. Yeah, I'm like, what'd you do today? Yeah. He goes, I drank a pint of blackberry brandy. And then I slipped. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, uh, all right. I'm like, what's good? He's like, remember when we used to get drunk? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Some of it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know. Everyone else thought you were an asshole. I thought you were fun. <laughs> I'm like, I know Pete. <laughs> He's like, all right. Well, uh, you know, so I'll let you know that I love you and I miss you. I hope you come home sometime soon and stop being a pussy in Santa California. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I love you, you're Pete like, Madukas. He's like, let me know when winter's over, and I'll be home. <laughs> He's like, I, I love you too, Rosie. That's he cool. Goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, get some sleep. You get class in the morning. You need to be responsible. Click. I like that. Yeah. The Pete's, Duke. Pete's a great guy. He um, What he, a great name, by the way. Yeah. He, he was, he was uh, he's been, him and I have been friends um, for a very, very long time. I, I met him, uh, I think, in like, in grade school, like sec, first or second grade. And he's always been my biggest defender. Yeah, so he, he's always been my, my biggest defender. He's always, you know, been the guy that's like that. Even if, even even if I was like, yeah, dude, I fucked up. He's like, no, 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 I was that fucked up. I was that was their fault. He was always like, he's your writer. Oh yeah, or... almost almost to a fault sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's 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 a great guy. And and as as annoyed as I get when I see him, when I'm like in bed and I'm just like, oh man, he's just gonna tell me that like you fucking mixed up the socks or something. <laughs> And it's the other thing I have to follow, though. I'm just like, fucking Pete Madukas, man. See, dude, this is perfect. This is like, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about maybe uh, I have some uh, some questions for you today. Because mm. I like the way you handle things. Oh, you want to hear how I handled my neighbors last night? Yeah, I would. So, I'm up, obviously. Because I got a phone call from Pete Madukas. Sure, you're still up. Yeah, I'm still up. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, I, I'm in my room. What time are we talking? I'm having, I'm having a, a, a cup of tea, a, a, Luke, a room temperature cup of tea. Really? That uh, Dulcie had started to drink when she was here. Sure. And then didn't finish. Sure. So I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'll drink it. Don't waste tea. It's sleepy time. You're from Boston, dude. If there's one thing yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't fuck with us. I will throw all of your tea overboard. into the harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, so this is like midnight, and then um, you know I still hear my neighbors are moving. Yeah. And um, at midnight, for for those of you, especially my dedicated listeners in Australia that that don't know the neighborhood I live in. Over How's there, it, Aussie? Oh, they they they, <laughs> they can deduce what I live in, but I uh, my neighbors are of uh, the uh, Vietnamese faith, and it's uh, not a faith. Whatever it is to them, it is. Okay. They they have their. Uh, they're, 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 they do things very ritualistically, and I, I, it's, it's very Are they on the run? Why are they leaving it, packing at midnight? 
Because tomorrow's the first. Today's the first. Well, if you were on the run, I don't think you'd be moving couches out of your house at midnight. That's going to draw attention. That's true. You just pick I, up you're and just go. Just inconsiderate. Okay. Okay. So I walk outside. Now it's like one o'clock in the morning. They're still going. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk outside. My fucking slippers on. Now you know, I don't know if you guys know anything about uh, people from Boston that come walking out of the house with a pair of Celtic slippers on at one in the morning. And you some do lukewarm. not want to fuck with that guy. <laughs> Room temp tea in your hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh what the fuck is going on over here? Yeah. <laughs> um I um the tea was the tea was finished, but it, it probably would have been a better story if I had it. But anyway, I walk out there and I'm now I'm standing right right like on the line of their property line in the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arms crossed. I'm standing there. Yeah. I got my pose down. Haven't said anything. I haven't said anything. And they turn, they all look at me at once. <laughs> like some guy just appears. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking, uh, like, like five cats that are going in the same direction to hear something. <laughs> they look at me and I'm like, you understand why I'm here right now, right? <laughs> and I'm like, language barrier aside, cut it. Yeah. Turned around, went inside. Five minutes later, it was done. <laughs> Yes. You have to know how to communicate with people. Like, this is why communication is so important. And people think that communication is only vocal. Yeah. It is not. Yeah. It is not. Yeah. You know, fucking 90% of communication is nonverbal. Yes. That's and, right. And, you know, when, when people don't speak the same language as you do, yeah, but they know I'm not going to stand there and be like, hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're all cheery. Like, yeah. no. Fucking end it. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh, if I wanted to ask where their bathroom was, I'd point to my crotch. <laughs> right. Or go like this. Yeah. I gotta take a dump. Yeah, that's... I, that is... That's sign language. That's proper sign language for a dump. Like do you have it. to yell dump when you do it like I did? No, no. Oh, again. Well, they don't know how they sound. I do know how they sound. I hear them speak. They don't. They don't. But maybe they can hear themselves. Like, in their, like maybe... Like, like vibrations? Some, yeah, they can feel they can feel themselves. Feel the vibration. Feel themselves speak. Like Marky Mark. Yeah. Feel the vibration. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, come I, wrote, on, come I, on. I wrote him a letter when I was in like I don't know like I think I was a sophomore year of college and I was like, "You're always going to be the funky bunch, the racist dude from Dorchester." I wrote like all this. Sh- I don't know if he got it or not, <laughs> but he asked the man for a potty because he got he, he beat some Dominican guys like almost to death when he was younger. Sure. He's a racist fuck. Like everybody from Boston. Yeah. And uh, he asked the mayor for a pardon. And the mayor was like, no, why would I pardon you? Because you make movies? And that was the moment when I was like, man, Menino, you are the shit. So yeah, fuck him. And his funky bunch. And his good vibrations. The whole bunch? All of them. Okay. Well, that story about you uh, <laughs> talking to your neighbors or not talking to your neighbors mm. in that way. Uh, Getting shit done. Yeah. just uh, like You and I have uh, similar, I think, ideals on a lot of things. We definitely have different methods, uh, you know, the way of applying them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that this is this is something that uh, it is something I appreciate about you because I think there are times where I will blow my top. I have a very long fuse, but you have a way of communicating uh, that seems to be um, a little more confrontational, a little candid. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> uh, filter removed, that kind of thing, mm. and. Um, and so uh, I was reading, um, well, I was thinking of like some, some scenarios that I'd like to, to kind of get your opinion on. Okay. And, and these are all based on real experiences I've either been through or heard, heard of from close friends. 
By the way, I, 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 I love this pad. I have a pad similar to that. Uh-huh. And this is the pad that I carry around with my tiny pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping numbers. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not a bookie. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd be an effective one. Right. I think, you know what, you know what part of government, if I get into, I think I would be great at lobbying, being a lobbyist. I think that I would get shit done. Yeah, and I, no, no, you're gonna you're you're gonna give our union that money. I think lobbyists are the dirge of Western civilization, but what? Yeah. Oh well, then I'm the dirges. You're not gonna be my friend when I become a lobbyist in D.C. I'll still be your friend. I'll just I'll just keep a close eye on you, like wondering what what you're really doing and how much money you're taking to do it. You, know you think I, mean? I would do that? I think every lobbyist gets into it with I, good intentions. Well, I don't think every lobbyist has a program like we do. That's true. You just undersold me. Yes, that's accurate. If you're not my friend right now, I'd fucking kill you. That's what a lobbyist would say. Right. Yeah. You'd be great at it. You're going to sign this fucking paper. <laughs> Give us that fucking money. Yeah. The wetlands don't need in all those damn waterfowl. <laughs> sign it. I know about an environmentalist lobby. Look at these, these condos aren't going to build themselves. This swamp water is not going to smell like poo anymore when I'm done. Yeah, all right, tough guy. So here's the thing. You won't be around in 50 years. So what do you fucking who care? Do you, you haven't even met your great-grandchildren yet. How about you make a little scratch that while the good? That would probably always be my angle because I'm not going to have kids, so what the fuck do I care what happens the, after I'm gone? The problem is, for me, I, I'd be a really good lobbyist, and I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't think you got the cojones to be the kind of lobbyist that needs to get shit done. I think that you'd be effective in, in, in building relationships. Yeah. But when it comes down to getting the money and getting shit done, you want to bring in the hammer. So when I got sober, the dark side started to dissipate. <laughs> but trust me, dude, I'd be a good lobbyist. I worked very hard at, you know. You know what this is? It's a, it's a, it's, yeah, it's cable. It's braided metal wiring to hang pictures up. Why do you got to brag so much, dude? I lost the fucking wire clippers that cut this. So what, do you use your teeth? No, I actually... um. Had two sets of these, uh, 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 like nail clipper things, the big ones. Mm-hmm. One of them I hadn't even used yet. Linemen or wire cutters, yeah. No, they're for your toenails. Oh, it, it, it's like pedigree stuff because, like, you're not supposed to cut at an angle because you can get hangnails. Okay, you have to cut across. Oh, okay, so these are ones that you can do that with. Oh, yeah. My, Mike Gates does um jujitsu, so he has to keep his toenails, and he, he's the one that told me about it. Because I was like, one day he was wearing his toenails, and I'm like. Gee, Mike, how do you get your toenails so uh, straight? Yeah, how did you do that? He goes, oh, I'll, t- I'll show you. He showed me the thing he got on Amazon. I'm like, all right, then. Okay. Glad I got it. So, so that's cool. One door closes and another <laughs> one opens. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. All right. So, so uh, we're going to know what we're going to call these, this little game? I do know what we're going to call it. We're going to call it Polyfirms Firm But Fair. Firm But Fair, but uh, I was thinking, uh, Three to the chest or one to the head. Okay. Anyway, it's two to the chest, one to the head. But Three. Who's counting? Um, Three's the magic number. All right, so, remember you know. Remember Blind Melon? Yes. I do remember the Blind Melon. The magic Mellon. number. Oh, my God, <laughs> I don't remember them that well. Um, so we get into this program and we let God handle the results. What's the do difference? We? Well, ideally. So what's the <laughs> difference between that, being nice, being a pushover, and uh, letting defects run willy-nilly throughout our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because just because we stop drinking doesn't mean we're no longer 
an alcoholic, you know? Right. And so there are times where I'm hanging out with you. I don't drink anything alcohol. Where I'm like, I'm like, I just never know what the fuck's going to happen. And I love it, but it's oh, also like, How did I become the wild god? You're a bit of a wild god. No, I don't want to be a wild god. Well, you'll speak your mind one way or the well, other. I just don't know where god. your mind is. I'm not going to just is. go free jump off a fucking bridge. But the rea- <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and it, there's always, it's a bit of a high wire act at times. Uh, but, but in the end, I choose to hang out with you because you have this way of viewing the world that I think is pretty great and pretty interesting. Did you, did you learn a lesson? And a bit of a counterpoint. Did you learn a lesson when we left Biblos last Thursday? After the conversation we had when we were paying? Yeah, I, I forget what the situation was. The situation but, uh, was, I don't carry cash, and you couldn't understand why. And then we left, and you got ramshackled by a girl's girl for 50 bucks. She did drive a hard bargain. There was no way if you had cash on you, that girl, you were going to be able to say no to that girl. Then again, we did get cookies. We did, but still. A lot of them. That's the point. Still have some. Yeah, so do I. But that's the point, though. That girl was adorable. That girl had so much energy. She, she was the she perfect had, yeah. Girl Scout. There's I, I no looked, way. I saw her and I thought of my two sisters who right, bought Girl go. Scouts and they sold their You think cookies. I didn't think of that stuff? I you know. know what else I thought of? I don't carry cash. <laughs> You're right. I did get railroaded. You did. A shitload of you fucking... Did. You refined got, sugar. That girl was like not taking no for an answer. You didn't even have to. All she had to do was just speak. She was like the perfect little salesman. She's going to be a good lobbyist someday. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. She'll do be proud. All right. So I've, I've come up with some scenarios here. Okay. Poly firms, firm but fair. Um, <laughs> Over the and, and now, and I believe I've put them in an order with increasing uh, moral and uh, ethical um, ramifications. So we're going to start off a little bit easy. But I really do want to get your take on this because you okay. do, again... Umbrella, we have similar views of life and uh, values. Yep. But under that umbrella, Ella A. What was that? That's Rihanna. We have the way you. The girl that Chris Brown beat up? He sure did. <laughs> I'm not going to put you in that situation, but here it is. Okay, situation number one. Now, we're going to get your take on this, and you're okay. honest to God. Unvarnished reaction. Unvarnished reaction. All right. You're on a packed flight heading to the East Coast. We're talking like two aisles, like 500, 400. I'm I'm, I'm already starting to get a fucking fire in my gut. All right. Packed flight. Now, mind you, these are going to get increasingly interesting as far as number one. You're on a packed flight. Uh, You get up to cruising altitude. You're at about 35,000 feet. And the guy next to you unvelcros his shoes, takes Mm. them off, starts rubbing his socks on the ground, and then says, ah, lunchtime. It's eight in the morning. It's lunchtime for this guy. And he opens a container with a tuna fish sandwich and broccoli. What do you do? Nothing. You just let it happen? I mean, you got to remember, this is, I'm in the air. Yeah. You fuck up in the air, you get put on list. <laughs> the might, government knows who you are. You might be an air marshal. <laughs> right. He could be an air marshal. You might end up landing in Kansas. He could, but he could have been planted there. Yeah. Yeah. Instigator. Right. Uh, what I would say to him is like, um, yeah, I'd be like, oh, when my girlfriend and I broke up, I went through a tuna fish at 8 in the morning phase. What the fuck is your excuse? That's <laughs> what right. I would say to yeah, him. I like yeah. yeah, I like that. So you're bringing awareness to his insensitivity. Right. right. But you're doing it in a way that won't get you arrested. I'd do that or I'd be like, you know, that if you're on the bus, I'd kill you. <laughs> That's a threat. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. I like it, dude. I like it. All right. Situation number two. You're borrowing a friend's car. It's late at night. <laughs> okay. 
and uh, you go out and you get the food, you're coming back, you're going to have some friends over, you're going to watch a movie, and you park the car, but you end up scraping another parked car. Now, mm -hmm. there's no structural damage, but there are visible scrapes on both bumpers. What do you do? I leave a note saying, sorry that I uh, sideswiped your car a little bit, I'd leave my number, and then I would write, P.S., you could have done a better job fucking parking. <laughs> To give him a little bit of the yeah. responsibility there. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm driving the car. Obviously, in this situation, I'm sober. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This isn't like 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Like, you could have been avoided had you parked within the confines of your own fucking space. I like that. You would yeah. leave a note. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, how else am I going to let them know that they need to park better? <laughs> now, what would you do? The friend who owns the vehicle just tell them, hey, I'll pay for it. Would we'll talk to your neighbor. Go talk to your neighbor. Yeah. All right. There's a note on his windshield. Go check it out. All right. Cool. All right. I like it. Unless, like, this has been if, if it was round like, two, probably from from but fair. If it was somebody who's a, a a really close friend, like you or something, I'd be like, I don't know why the fuck you let me borrow your car in the first place. But uh, if there's any damage on your car, or if this guy tries to, you know, get you to pay for the very minor damage on his, let me know. I'll cover it. Okay. Yeah, but the, definitely the note. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I want to. Re I want I the think note. You, to I think you're going to find yourself in about the top 15 percent of character-driven people in that answer. <laughs> I, I I want people to to be able. To, I want the note to read, like how I'm writing it in my head. I want them to like that tone to be conveyed to them. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Situation number three. You're in a. Where did you guys go for summers? Uh, Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Okay, so Martha's Vineyard, I assume, is a summer town. In yeah. the winter, it's kind of quiet. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you got a Thanksgiving break from school. Bill Clinton got blowjobs there. Dude, I think half the. Yeah. Obama got blowjobs there, but from his wife. <laughs> Martha. That's the difference. Yeah. Michelle Obama. No, Martha Stewart. Is married to Obama? No, but I'm sure she. Obama's not going to put his dick in her mouth. Come on, man. Obama's cool. He's a cool dude. Sure is. He is. Coolest fucking president. <laughs> All right, so let's say you go up there off season, right after Thanksgiving. You, yep. you got to get away. You got to do some homework. Get away. You got to get away. Get away. But it's a very, you know, there's locals yeah. that live there year round. Yeah, which who I know. Yeah. 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 So let's say you're sitting at a little cafe doing some homework, eating some dinner. You're getting ready to go home, mm -hmm. and you see a pack of roving teenagers, yeah. and they walk right by, and one of them just mad dogs you, just stands there and stares at you, and you're like, what? Mm -hmm. And he just keeps walking. Now, you realize you've got about a mile walk to get home. You're alone. There's a pack of roving teenagers that are very bored somewhere in the area. And as you're getting ready to leave, you look over, and they're sitting about 30, 40 yards away from you, just waiting for you to get up and leave, perhaps to follow you home, perhaps to... I don't know. Who knows what... They're bored. They're teenagers. They're probably looking to kick up, kick up some shit. What do you do? I'd walk over to them and confront them and probably start fucking being like, aggressive and intimidating. There's like nine of them. I don't give a fuck. Okay, you just go write it. They're teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. And the one that Mad Dog. Because every single one of them can look like they're tough. Uh -huh. Half of them are shitting their pants. So take those guys right out of there. Fair, yeah. You got the one band leader, probably the guy that Mad Dog. That's made. the guy you go for, yeah. No, no, no. I go for the ones that are scared. Okay, okay. So they run off. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're losing numbers. All right. And you, you just confront it. You, hey. I, I, that's, I guarantee you that situation will get handled without a single punch being thrown. Yeah. 
Right, I'd like scare that. off the pussies. Uh-huh. The mad dog, I'd grab him by the throat. So you would assault him? I'd grab him by... No, no, no. I'd grab him by his throat. I'd assault him. That's called assault. But who's in the fucking... His friends are running off. Who's in the fucking witness? Who's going to testify? Dude, someone's going to stay around. No. You're going to start a physical altercation. No, I'm going to grab him. Right you tell these guys. No, but like the there scruff no, of their neck. There is no wrong the answer. Scruff, I'm just... The scruff just, of their neck. I'm saying like... Out. You know how you, when your dad when you're a kid, he, he kind of like drags you into the other room? Like, like a stern adult type thing. Grab you. You tell your friends... Get the fuck out of here. And then I'd put him back down and I'd yeah. be like, I hope you fucking learned the lesson. Or I'd fucking hit him with a fucking hammer. <laughs> you carry you around Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, you never winter. know. Something needs fixing. But honestly, like a group of teens in that situation, honestly, I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. You know? Like, you really, I, I get it. There's nothing to do here. Yeah. I'd be like, well, what's your problem? You're going to mad dog something you don't know? Like, what if I was some fucking psycho meeting at a cafe in the middle of the winter in Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. I could have bodies at my house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's actually funny because I actually uh, didn't deal with a situation exactly like that in the vineyard one year, but I was coming home from work and I was hammered. And uh, I, I was with a friend of mine that I worked with, and there was a group of teenagers that were all like stoned or drunk or something. And they were like, oh, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? My buddy was like, what the fuck are you doing? The kids were just like, I mean, these kids, there's nothing to do on that. Yeah. You know? yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that situation is whatever. I'd probably just fucking, you know. Yeah. Just, well, just, just, just sing them the truth. Like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that one was that one was based on a personal experience. And, How'd you handle it? Uh, I was on Catalina, wintertime. Oh, my God. Uh, I guess apparently like a psycho. No, I'd just gone through a break, breakup and... You shaved was, your head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have good memory. And, um... Well, my friend has white power tendencies. It's kind of hard to forget. It's ridiculous. Fake news. Um, <laughs> it is disinformation. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so I'm staying at the Zangre, which, yeah, deliberately has no, <laughs> it had no phones, no televisions in the rooms. It's very quiet. Like a bungalow? Yeah, like a bungalow. And it's up at the top, but it's way up the hill. Uh, I've never been to Catalina. Okay. So anyway, it's a, Avalon is a. It's is a big a, rock. <laughs> yeah. But we're talking like a mile hike home and it's uphill the whole way. And uh, I've been drinking. Can you hike downhill to get some to the top? I, I walked downhill. Was thinking about getting a cab home. Let's just start to say that. So there's this pack of teenagers walking around. They got nothing to do. They're bored as fuck. They're they're all home for Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm sitting there just minding my own business, journaling and drinking. It's very F. Scott Fitzgerald of me. I'm being very dramatic. Very F. Scott Fitzgerald. And I'm very drunk. And uh, I'm right on the railing there, and uh, these kids walk by. Kid mad dogs me. They all walk by. One comes back out of view. They, one comes back and just stares me down like a little wannabe cholo. And I stare him down. Then I start thinking, I've got to walk home. I'm the old, I'm, I am alone here. So they come back. I see them come back about half an hour later. They're walking right back in front of the same cafe, and I go, Hey, and the, and the kid, right. the, the kid that had mad dog me, like, yeah. like flinches. And I was like, what are you guys doing? You're probably really bored living here. Right. And the leader goes, yeah, this fucking town. Yeah. Sucks. See, that, that's what I'm saying. All you got to do is just fucking call like, them up. So what are you doing? You're just walking around, just looking for trouble, hanging out. Yeah. Kind of. I was like, you guys like soda here. And I bought them all a soda. Oh my God. I bought them all a soda. See, that's the difference. Once that dude flinched, that's when I knew I had them. No, and I asked him. I asked him, like, what do, what do you guys do for fun around they, here? They don't need to buy him soda. They've already gotten called out. The leader flinched. All his friends saw him flinch. Now they know he's a pussy. 
Yeah. You got it. No, that's he wasn't it. the leader. He was another guy that was well, the mad dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's when you know you got him. It's like when uh, like 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 during the uh, the the, the uh, late not early nineties with the Bulls and the Pistons, they won those games of intimidation and fear. The bad boys, right? And once fucking the Bulls showed that they weren't taking that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's true. That's the thing. That's the situation. situation. You, 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 yeah, but you, you, that's the thing. If you and I were together, if we had a Pippin and Jordan, no way. Yeah, but you know, in that situation, there's a lot of paying customers in the stands with cameras everywhere. This is like some oh, nah, yeah, desolate but still, right. island. But still, it's just the same theory, though. Like, you don't let them know that. Like, you don't show them any kind of fucking fear. No, I did not show them. That, fear. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, neither would I. Yeah. But I could smell their fear. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as they flinch, I'm like, I got you, motherfuckers. Right. Now this is my fucking ball game. Right. I don't care if there's 15 of you. Well, there was eight of them. Yeah. Fuck it. And I just felt like I could take probably five right off the bat, but mm-hmm. I don't want to get into a fracas. I have been drinking. I feel pretty much like I need to go home and go to bed. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. Carry a gun. Pistol whip them. <laughs> I don't. That's, uh, I told way. you if I became president, it's I'd, a good way to I'd, lose I'd outlaw bullets, right? Yeah. You want to kill somebody, you do it like a man. You pistol whip them. Okay. All right. This one has to do with false accusations. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of my all-time favorites. Mm. So your boss comes to you here at the house, and he says... I'm surprised he hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> he says, <laughs> hey, Polly, you've been stealing money from these poor guys coming here to live here. Mm-hmm. And then kicking him out on trumped up charges. We're gonna okay. need, we're gonna need to have a talk because I'm gonna need that money back. Mm-hmm. And then we might have to get into an investigation. Now you haven't stolen a dime, mm-hmm. but that's that's the accusation. What, 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 what would I do? Yeah, what would you do? Investigate away. Have fun. Waste the money on something. Go ahead. Launch your investigation. Okay. What if he says, "Well, we're gonna have to terminate you and suspend you in the meantime." You're going to fire me and suspend me. Okay, suspend you in the meantime. I'm like, I quit. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, but by the way, my name's not Polly. But no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong man. Yeah, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, this is, you know, it's your livelihood. It's, it's a place to live. No, and... it's not. I'm fucking moving with my girlfriend. Yeah, okay. Fucking... All right. Do you think I'm stealing big really, dude? Go ahead. Yeah, watch a little investigation. Fire me. Yeah. All right. I make him make one phone call. This entire network is shut down. Right. So fuck you. Okay. Want to play that game, motherfucker? I like it. I like it. It's good. It's a. It's a very fucking think I'm stealing. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, there there are a lot of different reactions to to things like that in this world, and uh... no, yeah, when you're innocent though, there should only be one. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. Call him. Call your fucking sleuths. You're not going to count to Monte Cristo Road. Right? You're not going to fucking... Me, motherfucker. All right. You're fucking try to hamstring me. So again, these are increasing as far as whatever. But um, So now we're getting into relationships. And I don't mean your lovely girlfriend, but this could be any girl that you've dated. Uh, no wonder she always likes it better when you're on the show. You always say nice things about her. She's always like, you're such a dick. Your friend is she's nice. I'm like, shut up. Well, this is just... It's just... we. <laughs> You've been in one more than one relationship in your life. Yeah. So yeah. this could be any relationship. Yeah, I'm just just I'm just, just a generalization, yeah. Applying yeah. it to a general theme. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you get in a huge fight. Okay. I mean I know that. And then uh, <laughs> things cool cool down for like a couple days and you go on her Instagram 
or Facebook or whatever, uh -huh. and you realize she's commented or liked photos from lovers past, mm -hmm. people that you're aware of she has been with okay. in the past. There's been a lot of those. You do a little bit of an investigation and you realize every time you've been in a, some sort of fight, she's reaching out to people she used to date. Mm -hmm. What's your reaction? I break up with her. I don't, need this, I don't need this bullshit. First of all, I don't have Facebook, so. Uh, but honestly, if I if I asked her about it and it was just an answer I didn't trust, I'd be like, all right, well, then go fucking date them. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not jealous by any means. Like, I don't I don't think it would make me jealous. But it's like, if every time we have a fight, you're 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 going and reaching out to other people instead of talking to me, then we obviously have a huge communication breakdown and no trust. So, yeah, go 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 figure it out with them, and then a month later, realize why you broke up with them in the first place. Great See how well that fucking works out for you. Yeah. Damn. That's wonderful. Then fuck her friend Rachel. I love you, dude. And not, <laughs> I just, I really do. I think you're just, you're, you're the most even killed. Uh, you have to fucking do like, I, explosive I, I, personality right. I've ever met. I love it. One to the fucking head right. or three to the chest, dude. Two, I got one two bullet. Two to the chest. You don't need a waste bullet. No, no, three. Could yeah. you go like this? Okay. <laughs> Get it done. All right. So here we go. And this one is based off something that happened to a friend recently. The situation's different. Up my ass. But the result is the result is oh. the same. So that thing was up my uh, pocket. Yeah, I wonder why I was sitting kind of like I felt like I was uneven. You were canted over to yeah, the side. Yeah, and I, I didn't like my you fell off balance. I didn't like my you personality like in this position. <laughs> you know, the lean to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like I had no personality. Now I'm back in the driver's seat. Yeah, right? dude. Let gravity fucking square yeah. up. Yeah, I wasn't one to land. <laughs> All right. All right. <coughs> so you're walking. Uh, got yourself an ice cream. <laughs> Good. I like that. You're walking with someone you love. A cone? Yeah, ice cream cone, waffle cone, whatever you, have you to like. You be diligent when you eat those. You do. You're paying attention to the cone. Right. And you're walking, you're having laughs, you're having a good time. Laughing, eating ice cream, and walking and having a good time. That yeah. is a situation I've never been in in my life. Okay. Well, <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> okay. You could fill in the details. <laughs> Of that equation. Uh, and you're walking, and you get up to a corner. And two, two, uh, two people are having fun chasing each other. And they run. On a corner. Yeah, like you come up to a corner, like on a building. There's yeah, a building. yeah, yeah. You know what a corner is. But there's a high rise. I do. You can't see around the corner, but you're just walking. You're looking to the left, and from your right, someone runs around is the corner. Is something going to happen to my ice cream? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So you're looking to your left, laughing and talking with your friend. You come up to the corner, blind corner. Someone runs into you from the right. They lose their balance, fall down, hit their head, mm -hmm. seize up, and die right in front of you. Okay. You don't drop your ice cream cone. Good. So what is your reaction to that? Not my problem. Someone just dies. Not your problem? Not my, I don't want to deal with all that. I get shit to do. That, that, that takes up a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. So you don't stay? You don't... I, I didn't know he was dead. He fell. I don't know. You just keep walking? Keep walking. Come on, honey. Let's go. Our ice cream is melting. Keep enjoying that ice cream. Uh-huh. You, you, well, you said that they were chasing people, so there's more than one person there. Yeah, they're having the fun. The Franken deal with it. They're playing, they're playing flirty, Fine. flirty, tag, Let tag. the flirty, flirty, tag, tag partner deal with the paperwork and the police. But you're involved. No, I'm not. Yeah, they ran into you. I didn't see you. it. They no, ran, they didn't. They ran into you. Nope, that's, that's what they said. Okay. I mean, you're not going to stay to file the police report or at least get a statement? They got a buddy with them. No, the Frank can handle that. That's okay. not my responsibility. 
All right. Well, uh, were I, you in that situation? No, I have a friend that was in something very similar. And they stayed, didn't they? Well, yeah. Dummy. Of course. No, you. you Someone died. You gotta bounce. I don't know they're dead. They're seizing up. I don't know. They stop breathing before the ambulance can get there. I don't know they're fucking seizing and not breathing. Not down there checking their vitals. They didn't trip. They bounced off of. Fine. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, technically, I'm not judging your answers one way or the other. I'm just asking questions. I don't know why anybody in their right mind would stay for that situation. They're dead. What are they going to do? Die again? A family member dies. Great. Okay. Stop playing fucking tag in a fucking busy corner. If there's a high-rise building, it's a busy corner. Right. Okay. So here's here's something that I, I do want to just to kind of like briefly cap that up real quick. Thank you, by the way, for answering those questions. I don't think that I'm going to be viewed as the kind of person I really am, given the answers that I gave to those situations. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. I wouldn't. But honestly, like the whole ice cream thing in the corner, I would not stay for that. That's not my fucking problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got enough shit going on in my life. I got, Now I got to deal with a fucking murder? Or death? Fuck that. Yeah. No way. Okay. That's okay. I'm not judging you. Only thing, only, only thing that would keep me there in that situation is if the friend ran off. Oh, okay. Then I'd be like, fuck! Yeah. And then I'd try to find their, their phone. Would you say, why are you running? You no. won the game. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would find the, other, the dead person's phone... And if it was a you know a biometric thing, I'd use your thumb to open it. Right. The last person they were texting, you could tell by who they were texting. That's the person. Oh yeah, let's go for a walk. I'd fucking tell the cops they were with this person. They ran off. Sure. Probably pictures on there too. From right. Their, their exactly. Oh, that's them right there. Tag that's the one that ran off. That's the one that's dead. Here you go. Congratulations. I gotta go. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Like I stayed here. I called the cops. I solved it. Here you go. Solved it. Yeah. But, You're welcome for doing your fucking job. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Get you eating my ice cream. Yeah, I like it. All right, so here's something I was reading from... Uh, 12, Esquire? 12, yeah. 12, 12 <laughs> Rules for Life by Jordan B. Peterson. Who the fuck is... I keep hearing this guy's name. Uh, he's just a guy that I think you would enjoy in the, uh, just because he speaks his mind and he's highly intelligent. That, I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, it doesn't have to. <laughs> then why would I like that? The, the reality is, this is this is uh, <laughs> something that I truly mean here, which is, well, when when we're drinking and, and, and in our in our sort of cups, as we say in the program, cups. Yeah, we're drunk. Um, I never heard that before. Yeah, in our cups. Huh. Um, and and living that kind of life, we end up having friends. Now, when you're young, you're, your friends are the people you grow up with just just by they're that's chosen, where your parents they're, they're, they're live. chosen for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and <laughs> yeah. You know, like the Duke, right? Ride or die, road dog buddy. Yeah. And I have great friends like that through thick and thin. We have like I, I deep, chose my Duke. Deep, deep. <laughs> but we've got deep roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we, yeah. we get a little older, a little more responsibility. And if we're if we if we have this disease. We start making choices that aren't necessarily in the best interest of what we consider a friendship to be. Mm-hmm. We just find ourselves in situations, and we put ourselves there, but we're like, oh, geez, I didn't think I'd hang out with people like that, right? And then pretty soon, you're the guy where other people are like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to hang out with a guy like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the culprit of bad decisions that have been made. Right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And uh, the sort of <coughs> the Pollyannish way of growing up goes, well... I don't need to work for love. Love will find me, like some sort of Disney movie. And mm-hmm. with friendship, 
you know, God will put into my life the friends that, uh, that I need. I don't need to actually be intentional about who I choose to spend my time with. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I've learned getting older is that I choose to spend my time nowadays, now that I'm sober, with people that add something to my life. Okay. And it is a reciprocal arrangement. Yeah. And that's what friendship is. And that's what I find in you with, that, you know, answering all those questions. But there, there is something about you that, uh, that not only amuses me, but it, it really I learn from you mm-hmm. uh, with the way you view life and, uh, and your wit and all well, of that. Well, I mean, I'm drunk right now. <laughs> Shut up. Uh So I'm going to read this from the book. said that shit to George last night after he shared. Stupid. Yeah, I'm sure he loved that. He loved it. He told me he loved me. All right. So here's here's a quote from a a quote from, well, a, a passage. So, quote, a reciprocal arrangement. That's the title of this section. Here's something to consider. If you have a friend whose friendship you wouldn't recommend to your sister or your father or your son, why would you have such a friend for yourself? You might say, out of loyalty. Well, loyalty is not identical to stupidity. Loyalty must be, must be negotiated fairly and honestly. Friendship is a reciprocal arrangement. You are not morally obliged to support someone who is making the world a worse place. Quite the opposite. You should choose people who want things to be better, not worse. It's a good thing, not a selfish thing, to choose people who are good for you. It's appropriate and praiseworthy to associate with people whose lives would be improved if they saw your life improve. If you surround yourself with people who support your upward aim, they will not tolerate your cynicism and destructiveness. They will instead encourage you when you do good for yourself and others and punish you carefully when you do not. This will help bolster your resolve to do what you should do in the most appropriate and careful manner. People who are not aiming up will do the opposite. They will offer a former smoker a cigarette and a former alcoholic a beer. They will become jealous when you succeed or do something pristine. They will withdraw their presence or support or actively punish you for it. They will override your accomplishment with a past action, real or imaginary, of their own. Maybe they are trying to test you, to see if your resolve is real, to see if you are genuine. But mostly they are dragging you down because your new improvements cast their faults in an even dimmer light. It is for this reason that every good example is a fateful challenge, and every hero a judge. Michelangelo's great perfect marble David cries out to its observer, You could be more than you are. When you dare aspire upward, you reveal the inadequacy of the present and the promise of the future. Then you disturb others in the depths of their souls, where they understand that their cynicism and immobility are unjustifiable. You play able to their cane. You remember them that they ceased caring, not because of life's horrors, which are undeniable, but because they do not want to lift the world up on their shoulders where it belongs. Don't think that it is easier to surround yourself with, a good, health, with good healthy people than with bad unhealthy people. It's, a, it's not. A good healthy person is an ideal. It requires strength and daring to stand up near such a person. Have some humility. Have some courage. Use your judgment and protect yourself from too uncritical compassion and pity. Make friends with people who want the best for you. And that's the end of that passage. And that's something that I, I, I the more I hang out with you, that that quiet uninvestigated part of me that goes i really like hanging out with fucking polly or rosie or Mm -hmm. whoever you are today it starts to uh um become like the picture becomes clear you're always doing things in your life that are there to better yourself and you're there to help 
uh, correct people that you you see are not doing the best for themselves and you do it in a loving way and in a way that is a reciprocal thing and that's why I'm honored to be your friend and also joke around with you from mm-hmm. time to time and that's something that uh, I never even considered when I went off from my house at 17 years old and just started trying to live life like you know Bro, you weren't an adult then you were just a kid that's understandable yeah this Jordan Peterson guy sounds like he fucking got beat up a lot when he was a kid or is divorced or Canadian. He's definitely Canadian. He's Canadian. You knew that. But he I did not know he that. does sound like Kermit the Frog. He's Canadian? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Poor um, bastard. And he's uh Yeah, he's I don't know, he he's sounds an interesting he, character. He, he sounds very judgmental yes. and and uh and and I think that uh he could maybe learn something if he took his own advice. He sounds like a guy that comes into the rooms that's relapsed fifty times, but talks like he has ten years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I well, he was a he was a, a master clinical psychologist for years, mm-hmm. uh, working with drug and treatment as well as like all the other. Sounds like he's got a lot of resentment. Yeah, I think so, and I think he's just he's just an interesting guy. I don't know the guy, but what I do what I do is try to read things. I don't care who wrote it and start, see if I could pick something out from it. But that's what I got out of it. I I, I got what I got from what you just read. Sounds like a very judgy, uh, egotistical, self centered person. Yeah, like he has all the answers. Right. Yeah. Maybe he should like like. And, and usually when, when something like that, and that's the case, it's usually somebody that is projecting uh, their, their shortcomings and insecurities onto other people. Yeah. But to be fair, I purchased the book and read that. So, right. That's fine. So in that, in that exchange, he's offering an opinion. I don't have to listen to it, but right. I chose to read it. Right. But he's already, he's, his, his job has been done. Like, you've done your part. You paid money for his book. He made the money. Right. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I think that I, I, I would not follow any of that guy's advice. I, I, think, I think it's better when somebody says something like that, like what you just read, and then gives you some perspective on, you know, a, a, a personal uh, story into it or, or a personal feeling. Like, you know, and I feel this way because, you know, not just like I know this because I read a bunch of books in college. Right, right. You know, it's, yeah, like, it's like, really, what's your experience with that, man? Right. Did you pick a bad friend? Did you pick the wrong wife? Right. right. You know, did something happen? You want to know where that came from. Right. And sure, taken out of context, and, and this is a whole big tome of a book. Mm-hmm. This is just a little, you know, segment of that. But. Yeah. And I, we, we, we can we can learn life and apply better values from experience and strength and hope from reading this much of a book. Right. So then when I when I when I consider like when I hang out with you or, or we do this podcast or, or when we first got sober and. You know the meetings we've been to and everything. I just yeah. kind of, I I see. Funny, it's twelve. I see too. something as like as like sterile and clinical as that description. Mm-hmm. I see it working out in a way that um, is is uh, something that I find beneficial to my life. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's great. And if it helps you, it helps you, and that's wonderful. I I, I think though, just from that little like you know snippet that you read. And, and that he's Canadian, which doesn't really have anything to do with it, but like that did not sound like somebody that was born here talking. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I just think that, um, and, and, and that, with that much, uh, like, direction and, like, you know, 
criticalness. I, that's how I read that. I, I thought that was a very critical assessment of something. Um, and then them, them with no real warmth uh, around it. Yeah, no, no real fucking like gravity or weight to like why he thinks that way. Right. Like when somebody he did we, precede that all with examples of his childhood and going off to college. Did you read that? No, oh. I'm not going to read you the whole chapter. Well, still, I mean, like, um, well, you, you chose a very poor thing to read to get an assessment. We need to get an assessment of this guy. Well, like, I chose it had, it had no. Well, yeah, right. And just hearing that, though, yeah. that to me, like I said, is a guy that goes in and out of the rooms. But when they share, you know. They know it all. They're the two-steppers. Yeah. And then, um, you know, there's other situations that have happened uh, where, where, where where it's it's somebody talk to talk where they're they're sharing they're a speaker at a meeting or something Paul Williams for example fucking one of the best speakers I've ever heard and um, I mean this guy you know has has fucking scored really 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 fucking popular movies um, you know he he did like the first Muppets movie like he scored that whole thing and um, and like that guy that guy you know talked about you know choose basically he shared kind of something similar to that where he. He found in, in in our world it's a fellowship. He 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 went to the fellowship he went to because he saw a dynamic amount of growth from these people that aren't the same people they were before they got sober. Now he would say something like what you just read, but he would have like evidence to back it up, and he would explain why he felt that way. And um and that's the, that's the problem I have with all these like motivators and um, self help gurus yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's like I, 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 I um, um, I once saw um Henry Rollins. He did a spoken, he did a spoken word thing, and like, um, he'd written this book, and he was up there and he was talking about it, and he was so fucking adamant about like backing up his theories about explaining why, you know, he's he lives this way now, and it was fucking awesome. Like, I talked for like two hours, and I've I've always, always respected Henry Rollins as a musician. As an actor, as you know, uh, um, as a, as an author, and um, that that that's that's the kind of like model theory that I can get behind, where where like we need I need an evidence based approach. I need like I know that when when like you share in a meeting, or when any of my people in my fellowship share, just a random person, like ninety percent of the time. That is a person speaking from their heart, speaking the truth from their experience, strength, and hope. And when they, ex and when they're, um, you know, when they're sharing and their and their and their their share is geared towards the newcomer, mm -hmm. or it's geared towards the fucking old timer, or it's geared towards the whole room, there's always something I can get out of that. When I hear people just talking a big game, like oh I did this and I did that and I did that, I'm like this guy's gonna fucking get drunk. Yeah, you check out. Oh, he's already drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about halfway through you reading that. Yeah. You know? I listened, but I was just like, okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Self-help guy. Yeah, well, this guy's toxic. This guy isn't. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that about you too, man. That You have your opinion. Obviously, you didn't read the whole chapter leading up to it. I, I didn't, and I won't. And I'm not defending that. <laughs> and I'm not defending it. Yeah. You've and, learned... and, like I said, but if it helps you, that's great. That's great. As long as it's think... as long as this guy Peterson is reaching people and if their lives are enriched because of it, great. Good for him. Then that's something yeah. I can appreciate and respect 
about him. I think like anything, dude, you can take something good if you're looking for similarities rather than differences. So I can be offended by anything and I can find something useful in it. I can mine it for something right. useful. Uh, and that's when you were reading, I was looking for the similarities. I my, I had a completely open mind about it. Even yeah. though I kind of like, halfway through, I was kind of like, okay, I see where this is going. And it pretty much went exactly where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, <clears throat> I may not put any stock into it, but someone who I consider one of my best friends who I love dearly, if they're getting something from it that's helping them, then I fucking can, can take that. Yeah. And I can be like, all right, Jordan, good. You helped my friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think, okay, so so in my life, I've, uh, there have been times where I, maybe not necessarily with friends, but with girls, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll, if I'm being honest, it'll be like, uh, well, she has this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. like some sort of fucking checklist. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, we'd be a great match. Now, it's important to be discerning when you date somebody, right? Yeah. But am I really accepting them for who they truly are or who I think they might be? And certainly I've dated women that looked at me and said, well, he's got more potential or capability than, mm. than most. Mm. And so... In love with the potential, not in the love person. love with the potential. Yeah. So I know I'm not alone in this, but yeah. uh, that is my experience. And, um, and so where does discernment come in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it is true that people I choose to spend... The people you choose to spend your time with will dictate the course of your life. Yeah. Whether you want that or not, whether you're, you think you're aware of it or not. Well, it depends. It depends. Like if you have to work with somebody, that's different. You're both there for a reason. Right. You, you get through the day and then you go home. You know. But your free time. You right. Know? Well, I, I think that, that okay, so that, that's the theory of more like, are you a product of your environment or is your environment a product of you or do you create your own environment with the person that you love? Right. And um, I, I feel like I, I've done that with my girlfriend that we've, you know, for, for lack of a better term, like we, we've basically accepted each other mm-hmm. for our, all our little picadillos and all our little faults. Like she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle of the tube and it fucking drives me crazy. every girlfriend I've ever had does that. And why so why day, do they do that? I don't know. But one day I told her, we were in the bathroom brushing our teeth at her house. And why do we care so much that they do that? It was just, so she did it. And I was like, brushing my teeth, I'm like, you know, I love you, but you squeeze toothpaste like a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. And she just started laughing, and that was it. It was over. Yeah. We never had to deal with it again. <laughs> right. You know? I just let it go after that, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But she knew that I had to say that, because if I didn't, it would have drove me crazy. <laughs> and so she knew that. Yeah. She was like, all right, yeah, I do kind of squeeze just like a dickhead. got to get that shit out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She thinks that I fucking eat rice wrong. How do you eat rice wrong? I don't know. Apparently, the way I eat it is incorrect. I'm like, okay, so I'm being Chinese wrong. Wait a minute. What are you telling you, me? We had rice the other day. I didn't notice anything wrong about it. Right. You're not a fucking 28-year-old psychologist dating an alcoholic. Everyone else holds their plate up to their face, right? And then licks it, yeah. it in, right? Yeah. That's normal. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because, uh, I don't know, I, I, eat, I eat left-handed. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but... um. She, she, yeah, she said you that. Snort to me. it. You line she them up and you snort them. Yeah, I, she that's that normal. One day she was like, "You eat rice weird." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'll, I'll work on that." She goes, "No, it's kind of funny." And that was it. It was over. You know, that was it. I know that whenever we eat rice together, she's judging me in her head and laughing. You turn around and hide it. Yeah, yeah. but that's why I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I won't even eat rice in front of her. <laughs> you know? 
I've taken that away from her. Because yeah. she's she, and she's never she's just, the day that we're in the bathroom together and she squeezes from the bottom. Yeah. I'm gonna get down on one knee and ask her to marry. Me. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, all right, good. Right, because there's something bigger there than just the stupid toothpaste. Because she, it's something about in the something. beginning of our relationship, she commented about how meticulous I am with toothpaste. Oh, so you feel like it's a deliberate fuck you? Mm-mm. No, she was like, you really? She just said the comment was she was like, well, you're very good with toothpaste. That's what she said. Yeah, so I squeeze it from the bottom. <laughs> and then I store it the right way. Sure. And like every toothpaste I've ever had. Wait, what I've, is the right way? Sorry to interrupt. Well, the, well, I squeeze it from the bottom. Sure, I Work your way up. I knew that one. And then you get one of those little clip things. Oh. So it's even like distribution. A, like a chip clip or a clothespin? It's, it's, it's a toothpaste thing. It, it, it's like a... a, a, a oh, it's a, like this? Yeah. It's, well, it's a, it's a bar. Oh, and then, and then you then roll it. And you close it. Yeah. And you push it up. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Sorry to and, 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 and you know it's fine. And then one day, you know, I saw her squeezing it from the middle, and I'm in my head. I'm like, well, she acknowledged. If anyone has a toothpaste clip, <laughs> then, and they're squeezing from the middle, they know what the fuck they're doing. And she, That's she, she doesn't have the clip. No, you I do. That's clip. what I'm yeah. saying. That's the thing. She she made a comment about how <laughs> meticulous I am with toothpaste, but yet she's. Uh, absurdly fucking, uh, you know, careless with toothpaste. She's a wild card in the Colgate yeah, world. She's a wild card in the bathroom. And she's uh, like Harley Quinn in the bathroom. Yeah, and it's like another thing too is like um, she is a messy, sloppy person. And uh, I mean, I mean to the point where like I'm, I'm like kicking stuff out of the way in her room, and there's like a half-eaten piece of pie, like buried under her. Yeah, she's just. But she takes very good care of herself from a personal hygiene standpoint. Right. Um, and, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, she, she's, I'm like, okay, so like this, of course, this is how she squeezed, this is how this person would squeeze toothpaste. Right. Somebody who doesn't care that there's a half-eaten fucking hoagie on the floor <laughs> is not going to take the time to squeeze up from the bottom thinking I'm going to get the most out of this toothpaste and yeah. be efficient with it. Isn't it funny the shit we choose to be persnickety about? Right. Yeah. And like, uh, there are things where I'm, like, so OCD, but then there are things where I'm just, like, like... Just completely, I could give a care, you know? I was making her bed one day, and she just, like, it's like, it's like when you change the kitty litter, and then a cat immediately goes and shits in it. They love it. That's what she's like with the bed. I can make the bed, and then she'll just jump into the bed in, like, it'll, two seconds. Because that's the best, it's the best Tornado. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I made a comment <laughs> once about that. I was like, maybe it'll stop when they name a hurricane after you. And she was just like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like I, uh, I mean I love you. I'm like this is like come on. I love you. I'm like this is this is this is like this, this is fucking uh, Hiroshima. And, you know what and they should fucking do? Dwight Eisenhower. You know what they like, should do with toothpaste? Remember the old push pops? No. Remember push pop? What the fuck is a push pop? It's a cardboard tube with a tube with a plunger. There's like an ice cream treat, and and yes, and okay. you push. I think I would have remembered that. You push it up. You didn't have hoodsies here, did you? No. I don't. Oh, that sounds that like is. something I don't even want to know about. It's, Hoodsies? Yeah, don't judge. Hood. They make milk. They're a company based out of New England. They make a little cup of ice cream, and you take the cardboard top off, and you can fold it and use that as a spoon. Oh, yeah. We have, they have them at Red Sox games. Yeah, we, we have them at Dodger games. Kulaku. That's what we call them. Okay. Kulaku. Yeah. Kulaku. Well, there's, there's only white people where I'm from. So the products are tailored around that demographic. Okay. And so I, I didn't have the push pop, but I had the ice cream that you could eat. And everybody, everybody back east knows 
if you, if you say Jimmy's, they're talking about sprinkles. Okay. If you say a hoodsie, they know you're talking about the ice cream. Okay. You know, and it's just it's, it's a regional thing. Yeah. But, I, but but the push pop though, that's how you think they should do toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. Because then there's no way, first of all, that you'd miss any toothpaste. She'd find a way. No, that all yes, toothpaste, all toothpaste would eventually she'd come find out. A way. <laughs> just smash, just crushes the cardboard. Hulk tube. smash, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I've seen people like take scissors to it to get all the toothpaste out. And the thing, is, the thing is, it doesn't even bother me. But if you had a push pop, I don't care how she does it because she's the fact is she's brushing her teeth. She's taking care of her oral hygiene. That to me is I don't care if she fucking stands on her head and fucking puts a banana in her ear while she does it. The fact is she's brushing her teeth, which is great. I don't care how the toothpaste gets out of the tube, say, how it gets distributed. That's always a win when they brush their teeth. Right. Always. Right. I don't that, care if she That said, might be on my list of things that I'm trying to... <laughs> Here's yeah. a great, funny fucking story. I, um... <laughs> she came over here one day, and I'm laying in bed, and uh, I, I'm, I'm awake. I'm just kind of laying there watching TV. And there's a bowl of lotion next to my bed. A bowl? A bowl. Ugh. Here's what it right. <laughs> right. Here's what had happened. I have the lotion. I get very, very dry skin. And so I um, I have this Avena lotion that I always use. Sure. And it's fucking the best shit in the world. It's and really it's good. expensive. Mm-hmm. The kind that I use. So I had it one day. And I was slathering up after I got out of the shower. Sure. And I went to move it. Uh-oh. And it slipped out of my hand. It and broke. it broke. Now the pump's broke. Yep. And the bottle cracked. I got to get it out of there. You, have a new, you need a new receptacle. Into a bowl. Sure. So it, her no, first thought. Did you put clean film over it? Did it just happen? Okay. I hadn't gotten that far yet. I just wanted to salvage the fucking sauce. So it's in the bowl. And um, she walks in. And the first thing she says, she's like, are you just like scooping it up with your hand and jerking off? That's what she said. <laughs> and I'm like. What? And she's like, You're like, no, you are. And she's like, Yeah, right. <laughs> nope, <laughs> that's your job. Uh, she, she, she looks over. And she goes, Then what is that? I'm like, bowl, That is a bowl of lotion. It's a bowl of fucking lotion. You never seen a bowl of lotion? She's like, Why is it in a bowl? Why are you laying in bed with such a contented air about you? And I'm like, Fresh sheets. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I dropped it. I just got out of the shower. She goes. Oh, and you needed to say, okay, you saved it, yeah. That would be a weird thing to walk in on. And then she just drops her bag, gets in the bed, and that was it. And then you're just singing, like, it puts the lotion on it. Then I'm, like, leaning, and she goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm getting the lotion. Yeah, getting a little dab. A little dab will do you. <laughs> a little dab will <laughs> do you. A little bit of dick cream. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that that's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's funny, too, because we're, we're both very observant, but also absent-minded people. Yeah, blind spots. Yeah, like I, I totally yeah. like I am very attuned to meaningless shit. <laughs> but when it comes to like, like uh, other things that are like some people would consider important yeah. in society, I'm just like, what? Yeah, no, I, know. I focus yeah. all my energy on the menial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm with you on that, dude. Right. Chaos is so chaotic that we have to focus on that little bit in front of us at times. Yeah, and that's that chaos. It's funny you say that because her her world is fucking organized chaos. Yeah, and um, and, and I'm like kind of on the cusp of like that. Yeah, 
Um, but I, I, but the thing is, since I've gotten sober, I've gotten a lot better about it. Yeah, me too. But like we're, being we're, organized and yeah. Yeah, but we're we're both very much um, like do you 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 take you know how you if you take like two really good halves of something or two like people that are really good at something at one thing and you put them together and their forces are combined, you think that they're going to be exceptional at it. Well, with us, it's like you take two people who are very absent-minded, mm-hmm. but also very like menial observations that you know only a fucking psychopath would notice, <laughs> right. and you put them together. Yeah, it doesn't like increase like our uh, like our um, observations or uh, the things that we're very like unaware of. That doesn't get better. Yeah, we just combine and we're even more absent-minded. <laughs> so as a couple, it, it, it's like you know how many times whether it's her driving or me driving. We've each put gas in that car a hundred times. Nine times out of ten, we pull up on the wrong side of the gas bay. And like one of us gets out of the car, and we're just like, she, this is the best. She gets out of the car, I just hear her go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just gets back in the car. And I'm like, did we do it again? She goes, yeah. yeah. And that's why I say we, not you. Because yeah. then she'd think that I'm like calling her out or like making her, I'm like, no. This is something that we do together. We both do this. Yeah. And, and that, I'm telling you, dude, that is the one thing that she brought up to me recently because we've been going through a very tough time lately. She was like, well, thanks. You know, make me feel alone if I need something done. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. That's a partner, man. It is important. And, and she, that's something that she's, she's like, she's like, if anything, that's, I all, that's what I've always loved about you is that how you don't ever make me feel like. I'm stupid or I'm, I'm dumb. She, she can be vulnerable. Yeah. yeah no no yeah. one is like ready made with all the answers. And to she's life. seen how I deal with other situations. So she knows that like I'm aware yeah, yeah. that, uh, you know, th- this is something that I truly consider. And I don't think that you're a dumb person. I don't think that you're an inferior person to me. Right. You know, I understand that we have faults. Yeah. And I understand that we make mistakes. And we're going to make them together. Are we yeah. really going to learn from it? Or yeah. we're going to laugh about it or both? Right. But we're going to do it together. Right. You know? Yeah, man. I, that's, that's really kind of the... That, that's the thing, too, is like, uh, you know, I think in all relationships, for me, getting sober, this is like learning... There were things I thought I would take to the grave with me. Yeah. When I was still drinking. Yeah. And, um, and talking about defects? Yeah, defects. And, and, and also like experiences that I've had, like, you know, and then you, you eventually work your way step by step to a point where you admit those to others, uh, to someone you trust and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, work through all of that. And, um, and then now it's at a point like, shit, I would never share with anyone. We might share it in a meeting and we're all laughing about it because mm-hmm. it's people can relate for some reason. And it's this great burden has been lifted. So if you can admit you're fucked up and right. the mistakes the burden, that burden you the make, is huge, yeah. you no longer are carrying around this, this, it's like Sisyphus finally got the rock to the top of the hill. It's like fucking Hester. You're carrying around the scarlet letter. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you rip I don't it. Want, don't call me Hester. I don't want to be Hester. Yeah. No one wants to be Hester. You rip it off and you move to a new town. And, uh, you know, you start living life again and, and you, you start learning. Now you're able to remove that shit and, and start working on a system that works for you. Correct. Based on a shitload of bad decisions. Correct. Proceeding. Yeah. Either we learn from our mistakes or we fucking devolve. Or we die from them. Yeah. Right, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to, um, we're going to close out the show. We're going to talk about, um, the world wide web. You know what that is? Uh, no. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Is that the interweb? It might be. It's like 
You ever, you know the Commodore sixty four? It's a big cable, right? The Commodore sixty four. Oh sure, yeah. My father bought me one of those when I was like ten. He found it at some yard sale. Pretty good deal. Because I hated video games. Yeah. I, I still do. And he was like, uh, "Is your Oregon Trail on that one?" Lemonade. You build a lemonade stand and you sell lemonade. And it, honestly, I remember that. But the thing is that people don't remember. It wasn't just a lemonade stand. That game yeah. taught you business acumen. Yeah. Yeah, and like economics and shit. Yeah, my dad pur- knew that. There was a purpose behind it. He used to make me copy from the fucking encyclopedia in the dictionary no, and shit. That, which is pretty dope. He was like, you're a fucking asshole, Dad. You're going to thank me one day. And then you, you said... When he you, was dying? And then you said you started being like, no, 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 I want that punishment. And they're like, fuck, he's really enjoying yeah, this learning thing. Right. Let's get him something right. new. Right, let's get him something else. Um, yeah, I, I told my dad I was going to fucking auto him once. And he, he, was, <laughs> he was like, we fucked up, Mala. He's on to us. We're going to audit <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Oh, fuck. Welcome back to Two Sweet Lambruscos. So sweet. Uh, make sure that you visit our website, uh, zombiespodcast.org. Uh, backslash Lambrusco is our page. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, on the YouTube channel, Zombies Podcast Presents Two Sweet Lambruscos. And you can listen to full episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other ones. Breaker, Pocket Cast, Wisdom. There's fucking 800 of them. The point is that we're listening to support it, so you don't have to pay a premium subscription on any of those platforms to enjoy our content. And if you want to start your own podcast because you think that you're funny, when in reality, probably not, uh, I recommend... Could be. Yeah. The whole 15 minutes of fame thing, that was just said by some drug-riddled fucking retard. You didn't think it was going to be taken seriously. You know what he gets to him. Yeah, right, dude. I'm funny because I have a gift from God. All right? He doesn't bless everybody. He doesn't touch everybody. And he touched me, but the priest didn't. So if you want to make your own podcast, this is fun. They're going to pull their sponsorship out. Uh, <laughs> I recommend using uh, uh, Rebel Radio. Uh, it's Captivate.fm. They provide you with your first 100 listeners. They'll help you gain your first 100 listeners. And they give you all the tools necessary to make a creative and successful podcast. That's cool. Sign up now. You get a seven-day free trial, which is pretty chintzy. Uh, but uh, tell them that uh, Polly Firm sent you, and they'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, uh, Billy Longloins, Polly Firm, Two Sweet Lambruscos. I, um, I went to Costco uh, the other day. And um, buying some stuff in bulk, buying some stuff in bulk, not realizing that you had to buy in bulk on that particular day. I went to Costco like on a day where somebody would just like run to Walgreens because oh, I needed a couple things. A but couple the things. thing is, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I got a Costco membership. I'm going to go flaunt my fucking I can afford a Costco membership. And I got a Citibank card. I can cash back <laughs> <laughs> and freaking flyer miles. Um, for a guy that doesn't have to pay for flights, it's pretty ironic. Um, so <laughs> oh my god, I had this JetBlue Visa card that my, I signed up for. My sister's like, oh, you should get the JetBlue card. It's fucking great. Blah, blah, blah. You know, she works. She worked for him at the time, and it was just like, you know, all right, whatever. I'll do right. it. Dude, I racked up a shitload of freaking flyer miles. And um, my sister's like, I didn't really think about that. Like, what are you going to do with those miles? I'm like, I don't know. Fly somewhere that you guys don't go. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to go anywhere. That was her point. She's like, yeah, yeah why do you need frequent flying miles for? Yeah. She's like, it's going to take, like, a death of one of us to get you home. Yeah. So, but regardless, so I, I go to Costco. Because I, I needed to get uh, dry erase markers, and I needed to get um, 
hand sanitizer, and cashews. You could buy all those in bulk. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So we get there, and it just, as soon as I walk in, and I'm starting to walk, it's like you, you'd think that I'd never been to Costco before. I was there like two weeks ago. Like, this is a big store. It just dawned on me. I'm just like, interesting. <laughs> Why does that guy have 85 cans of fucking olives? Oh, yeah. Maybe he knows. This is a warehouse. Maybe he knows something we don't. Right. Armageddon. Yeah. Lindsay Olives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm there, and uh, I, I went with a guy that lives here, and he just kind of saw, like, the revelation, like, like take over my face. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this dude meant to go to, like, Walgreens. Yeah. I was, but, but I was like, you know what? I'm like, no, we're in the right. Well, yeah, let's go get the stuff. So now I have, like, 70 dry erase markers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, eight pounds of cashews. Yeah. And, um... The one thing I really needed, the one reason I think, like subliminally, why subconsciously, why I went to Costco mm-hmm. was to get a big thing, a hand sanitizer. Yeah. Only thing they didn't have that wasn't in bulk. So no. yeah. So I was just like, again, interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. I have enough dry erase markers to fucking last me yeah. until I'm in my fucking fifties, and I have enough cashews to last me at least a month. <laughs> And, because, uh, you know, I, 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 I love those cashews. Oh, me too. Yeah, dude. What a wonder nut. Oh, yeah, dude, they're the wonder nut. And yeah. they're good for you in moderation. But these are the unsalted, unroasted, like... Raw. They're good for you, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but so while I was there, I was like, well, I might as well get some other stuff. Sure, I mean, you're already sure. toting around a flatbed. Right. Yeah. So, I was like, what else do I need? Kind of think. Toothpaste. Mm-mm. I had just got to two weeks ago. I got toothpaste, lotion. I have lotion. I got uh, uh, five. Six, I'm sorry, six, four things of listerine, uh, alcohol free. It's a lot of listerine. And it's a lot of listerine. But I you know what I do. I take I have no Lister- idea. <laughs> I take listerine in water, fifty fifty ratio, and I put it in my water pick. Mm. Yeah, goes wow. quick that way. That's yeah, my gums and my teeth are fucking perfect. So I get the listerine, and I'm like, "What else do I need?" I'm like, "I have been doing that tuna at eight in the morning thing," but then I was like, "Nah." With broccoli, I stopped that when we kind of fixed our relationship this time around. <laughs> but I was like, I, I, "I do need some groceries. There, there are there are a lot of dry staples here that that uh, that that are convenient." So I got uh, a lot of seaweed and... Um, like the crackers? No, just to come in the little squares. And the yeah, plus, like yeah. crackers. Ooh, it's not a cracker. Like nori, dried nori. Kind of, yes. Yeah, yeah. Got a bunch of that. Sure. And uh, It's good for you. Uh, yeah. And I got uh, three pounds of coffee. Sure. Yeah, you go through that. Right. And we know what I think. Ooh, I'm, peanut uh, butter. I haven't opened... I did get peanut butter. Good. Yeah. Yeah, big one. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm actually have not opened that coffee yet because the one that I have is almost to the end, and I'm gonna actually donate it to the Monday night meeting. Oh yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let Roxy and, have her way with it. Yeah, and I also bought uh, um, coffee filters. I don't know why though. They do tend to go together. Yeah, but I don't have a coffee maker. Well, um, I have an electric kettle, water kettle, and make, I have a French press. You can make your own mozzarella. 
I could. With that? But I, I'd much rather leave that to the Celtasians. They are better at it. Mike Aguza. That's actually a northern thing. Northern. Shut the fuck up, Long Longs. Nor- northern Italy. <laughs> Sicilians might get upset with that one. I don't even know which they, part of Italy my family's from. They have sheep and goats. Sheep and goats? Yeah. Why? The cattle are in the north. The buffalo. They're from the buffalo mozzarella? The water that's, not, that's not where the cheese comes from. Yes, it does. No. That's not why it's called buffalo mozzarella. It's water buffalo. No, no water buffalo. It's a richer uh, milk. All the Native Americans fucking took the buffaloes from the Dakotas. Those are different buffaloes. These are water buffaloes. There's different kinds of buffaloes. So is that the ones you play water polo with? That's them. Yeah. And they make mozzarella cheese? They're the best. What a fucking extraordinary animal. Yeah, they're... Wow, I did not know that. This world's pretty cool if you stop to. Think if you about stop it. to think about what the water buffalo do, yeah. it's a pretty impressive place. I mean, if if you have your druthers, get yourself a water buffalo, not a regular buffalo. Oh my god! If you have your druthers, get yourself a water buffalo. <laughs> Dear God. So, anyways, I'm 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 packed to the brim. Uh, but there's one incident of 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 uh, that I should note that happened when I was at Costco outside of me. Realizing that I was shopping for a fucking army instead of uh, two people, mm-hmm. um, I'm in. So I'm I'm walking up to the cash. It's like the most Costco statement ever, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like walking up to the checkout, and uh, this woman, um, hey lady, comes comes and she looks at me, and I have like way more shit in my cart than she does, and um, she kind of gives me that look. Like would you? Right, but would doesn't you? say anything. So I don't let her. Say something. Right. Yeah. You fucking closed mouths don't get fed, bitch. That's right. And so I hear her make some comment under her breath. So I turn around and I'm like, are you making comments under your breath because I didn't let you cut ahead of me? And she was like, well, it would have been nice. I'm like, so you can say shit under your breath but you can't just ask me if you can go ahead of me? <laughs> and she was just like, can I? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't. And then I walk up yeah. The guy goes next, and I'm like, "That's me." <laughs> I made small talk with him. I took my time. Yeah. And then uh, now, do you take personal checks? Right. Yeah. Can I write you a check from my checkbook? I've been waiting to get rid of these coins. I'm talking to you because this is how effective communication. This is how you get things done. You ask. You clear, concise, and fucking. Yeah, I don't like being made to feel like I'm the bad guy when. Right. Why not right. just be, why not, don't be passive. And she used an acronym under her breath. What's the acronym? She said BS. This is, this is BS. Uh-huh. I mean. Yeah. Just... Buffalo shark? What is it? Yeah, yeah. This is the water buffalo stink? <laughs> this is buffalo stink. I was walking, I was walking through town and these, these two college girls. Lebanese? Oh, okay. College girls weren't paying attention. They were texting and talking. <laughs> yeah. And they both, they walked like right in front of me. I'm talking like <laughs> two feet. Right? They didn't even know that I was there. I'm just walking. I'm on a path. And they cut cut me off. You're very tall. Yeah. They must have been obliviously doing something else. Because, like, I'm really into they texting. Were, they were so into their own world. Right. And, to miss a fucking man that's as tall as you are. Yeah, that's, that's insane. So they, they cut right in front of me. And now they're taking up the whole sidewalk. And I kind of do a step to the right and a step to the left. I don't huff. I don't puff. I don't say, excuse me. I just, it happened so fast. And then one of them t- 
turns around and looks at me like I'm the fucking creep mm-hmm. that's sneaking up on him. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, lady, I don't... Lady. Miss, I don't know... You want to hear what I would have done in that scenario? You want to know how this happened, or do you want to just move to the side <laughs> and let me continue on my merry way? Because I don't want to be made to feel like I'm lurking on you when you literally almost ran into me and had no idea what was going on. You know what I would have said? Please. You saw my blinker, bitch. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I would have DJ Jazzy Jeff your ass. On your left. That's right. Fast. Yep. On the left. Or I would have been like, I'm going to tell my girlfriend what you two look like, and she's going to find you. She's going to fuck you both up. Get off your fucking phone, bitch, and slap it out of her hand. Yeah, that's... We would have dealt with that one differently. That's aggressive. That's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I blew right past passive. I actually had a... a real quick, and then, then, uh, then we're going to wrap it up. I actually had a situation like that not that long ago. Uh, Dulcie and I were walking, and um, we were in uh, Tustin. Uh, what's that little place in Tustin called? Old Town. Old Town Tustin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a farmer's market there. Yeah. Yeah. And a good barbecue place. Yes. Yes, there is. Yep. So we were walking through there, you know, a little weekend getaway over in Tustin. A little getaway. A little jaunt. A little, little, little day that's we can enjoy each other's company and not have any confrontations. Bed, bath, and beyond. That's what we thought. Wrong. That's what we thought. (laughs) We we thought that Rosie was going to have a fucking little, uh, you know, drama. Maybe taste day. taste the strawberries before you buy them. Right, see if they're right. good. Smell the hat. Sure. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, we're walking, and um, you know, you're coming up on the uh, on the uh, uh, farmers market, and then there, I think it's First Street right there. Yep. That that jets out. So this kid's on a bike, and he's riding. What an and, asshole! Right. First of all. Right. Yeah. Right. No, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. And so he, but the kid, here's, here's the funny thing. It wasn't the bike that was the problem. This is just an observation I made to illustrate a point of how some people are aware, even if they're unaware, they're still considerate. This kid was riding his bike and he saw us walking. He stopped on his bike and like, like went over to the side, let us by, and then went on his way. Hey. Right. As soon as I make a comment about that, I'm like, oh, look at that. Maybe the youth is going to be all right. Yeah. This fucking chick walks into me. <laughs> Hits her head, has a seizure, and dies. <laughs> you almost spilled my ice cream, bitch. <laughs> like, walks into me. Yeah. She goes, watch me get going. And fucking Dulcie goes, what the fuck did you say? And the girl, like, fucking stopped. And she was like, oh, she goes, that was your fault. And the girl was like, I'm sorry. And, like, walked away. And I looked at Dulcie. I'm like, well handled, you like, I love you. Well handled. Let's go get you. In public, I would grab your ass. And so sometimes, sometimes I don't have to be the aggressor. <laughs> no, I don't. Dude, I get it. I don't. I, I get why you and Dulcie. I let her handle the fucking light stuff. What a champ. Ah. I remember uh, there was, briefly. I know we gotta go, but there's a. We gotta uh, go anywhere. Oh, I do. I don't anything till one o'clock. Um, Tennessee moonshine. We, uh, <laughs> ex girlfriend and I were like. Getting ready to well, we're on a date and uh, getting rid of the we fuck didn't we didn't the back up. of the fucking big black Mariah. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a we didn't have a reservation, but it's this place is a beautiful view and there's like fire pits out on this cliff. Where's this at? Kind of like this, it's up the hill in Orange. Oh, at the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you work there? I did. This is before I worked there. Oh, okay. And, uh, so we used to it's a swanky work, joint. Yeah, and you know, we great used place to, to take a date, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't view, think like that. I think Abby's. You think that? I think Abby's. The view is incredible. It is incredible. So, but so uh, the view from Abby's is, on Beach and Edinger. You can, uh, <laughs> you, can <laughs> you see Bellaterra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a 
You can just picture where everyone's going. Right. Where you I wish we could afford to go there for dinner, honey. Yeah. But you get anything you want in that dollar yeah. menu at Abby's. It's on me. Yeah. And uh, they told us the fire pits, there's about 15 of them. They told us those fire pits are, you can set a separate reservation for those, but the main dining is fully booked for the evening. Oh, you got to choose the fire pit. Well, that's where we were going anyway, just yeah. for some apps and are you dessert. Crying? And, no, I just had something in my eye. And, Tears? Yeah. I'm just, I love this memory. <laughs> and so. Usually people are expecting me to do something. Maybe it's size based or something. But size based? Yeah, like if I'm hanging out with someone and I'm bigger than them, they expect me to handle all the shit all the time. And she goes, like the reverse Napoleon. Yeah. And so she goes. <laughs> people think that. Oh yeah. So uh, I've I've accidentally been put into a lot of fights, dude. Fucking. If you and I were ever out together and a fight was gonna break out, I would be the first person in there fucking people up. And I'd be like, well, I guess I gotta finish this shit. Yeah, gotta 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 take care of the heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, you gotta work them up, and then I'll finish them off. So you're six five, you handle it. <laughs> so, uh, so she she's like having this thing with this hostess, and and uh, they're having their their like secret, like saying something, but saying one thing, but really saying something much bigger right. that women right. do. Right, and it's right. like it's based on huffs and puffs and yeah. yips. And, <laughs> All sorts of all sorts of poses, fucking things going on, and they're having. I'm watching this like, like a. Docu- so the chick you're on a date with is getting into it with the hostess, yeah. like subconsciously. Oh yeah, they're they're getting into it, but it's like very subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Ooh, I I feel the energy. I yeah, feel that's like why I, girls buy. I feel like I, feel, I hear like David Adam Attenborough being right. Like, yeah, and now you feel that you know once like, dominance <laughs> is established, where you're boiling water at high altitudes, yeah. and it takes yeah. a little bit longer, but yeah. you guys have to hear the. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so then I hear her finally, uh, my girlfriend go, "Okay, right there, that one's open." We're, and she goes, "Well, somebody already and somebody already had that one," and she just beelines it to this open fire pit. I like this broad. Stacks all the dirty shit that's there from the previous guest that it was literally. She just cleared the table, cleared the pit, moved it over to the side, sat down and went, "We need a menu," and I just went. Fuck yeah, dude. You know what? Lady, you're getting laid tonight. Right? Well, I love right. You. I'm going to have sex with you. Just so you know. But we're going to do it the way you like. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had sex any other way. Yeah. I'm so grateful they're naked. We're going to do it this way. Great. Sure. Whatever. Wonderful. I'm just going to stand hoping here. You this, said I'm that. just going to stand here like this with an erection. Yeah. You do whatever the fuck yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really glad that we got together today to do this. Um, because last week we got railroaded. No, last week you we didn't record last week. Or did we? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got railroaded. Uh, but anyway, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, if you uh, want to listen, again, to full episodes, you can go to our website. Listen to full episodes f- directly from the website. Or you can go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all that. Um, this has been great. I love you, dude. Love you, too. Uh, and yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Uh, do a uh, fairly well. Good night, Austin, Texas. Shout out Wherever to Adam Yock. You were missed. Adam Yock is missed. Always missed. Have Love you me. seen that? By the way, sorry, Austin, Texas. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the, the Apple um, movie? The, yeah, the Apple, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they worked with Spike Jones for that. Miss you, so we'll, we'll see you on next week. Good night, Austin, Texas. Wherever you are. Bye. 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 Bye.